What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So I don't know if you guys have heard, but the court-ordered Pfizer trial documents had their release about two days ago. Now, I'm sure no mainstream media is really talking about it because, you know, Ukraine, Russia, that whole distraction, which it 100%, I believe this whole thing over there is just a distraction since all of these terrible side effects and this, you know, facts altering DNA information is coming out. I'm actually going to get into that a little bit later, but just don't let them distract you with a shiny war. There is a war here in America, all over the world, and it's for your health. It's for your children's health. It's for our way of life. So don't let the shiny Ukraine, Russia bullshit distract you. Keep an eye on the prize. Because while everyone has been distracted watching Ukraine and Russia fucking murder people, they've quietly rolled out a national standard for vaccine verification, and it's not hitting just blue states. There are red states that are, I guess, getting this COVID-19 vaccination verification app. So like I keep telling you guys, this is just the beginning of digital ID, then a digital currency, then a digital central currency, then social credit. In Australia, they've started removing ATMs because they want to go completely cashless. And I'm telling you guys, this is how it starts. And I don't know why Australia always has to be the testing ground for this bullshit, but they are. They've had it the worst this whole time from the start of this kabobo nightmare. They've been treated like shit by their leaders. And I don't know if this is true or if this is a conspiracy theory, but apparently they're saying there's reports that during the Australian protests of the mandates, the government used LRAD. It's like sound wave weapon against their own people. There's a picture of a girl and her face is extremely swollen and they're claiming it's from an LRAD. I don't have proof of this. I don't fucking know. I've just seen it claimed all over the internet. And you can't believe everything you see that's claimed on the internet. Let me just give you some examples really quick. Remember that Russian tank that ran over a civilian car in Kiev? Well, it was actually a Strelitan Ukrainian air defense system, not Russian. The photos of Zelensky in military garb with a helmet on are from 2021, a Ukrainian border inspection trip. The quote-unquote ghost of Kiev, it's a MiG-19 shooting down a Russian Su-35, and it was from a digital combat simulator animation. The ghost identified as Samuel Hyde is actually a pic of Sam Hyde, an internet prankster. Photo of two children, it's a girl dressed in pink with a teddy bear, and a boy saluting, watching a convoy pass. Those are from 2016. The photos of a woman saying goodbye to her man going off to fight Putin's Russians is from a movie. Snake Island martyrs were not killed. There's a video. They're alive. They surrendered. Then I'm sure everyone has seen the pictures of that older lady with blood all over her head, and she's fucking bandaged up, and the line was, her blood is on his hands. Well, check this out. They're actually images from two years ago. And there are even reports that that woman is an employee of CIPSO. It's the Center for Information and Psychological Operations of the Ukrainian Armed Forces. And that information came on Yandex and other Russian social media sites like Telegram. So that's the word on the street about that chick. 
And I, I can totally believe it since the media has totally, they've just fucking basically served up some bullshit and the majority of people are eating it. And I want to literally bang my head against a wall. It's like, have they not learned anything in the last two years of the media completely lying to them? Apparently, they just forgot or they never knew in the first place they were being lied to. They're so far brainwashed and they've eaten the bullshit for so long they like the taste. I'm not sure what the deal is, but damn, <laughs> get a grip, people. Get a fucking grip. The government does not care about you. They do not care about your health or your well-being. They want your money and they want to control you. This is the ultimate goal of the New World Order. There's even on news a Ukrainian official saying that they're fighting for Ukraine and the New World Order. Do they need to lay it out any more clearly for people? How can some people think this is just a conspiracy theory now? The evidence is all there. You just have to open your mind and look. And literally having an open mind or kind of being on the fence about something is the only way you're going to be able to get through to a person that, you know, you care about, one of your family or something, and you don't want them to get the shot, you don't want them brainwashed by all this propaganda, but even the most informed, knowledgeable, and articulate truthers, some of them couldn't even wake up their family members, and they still got the shot, and they're still buying this Ukraine nonsense. The thing is, you can't just change someone's whole perception of the world in a snap. That person has to like open their mind first. They have to be questioning this whole situation. Otherwise, what you're saying is not going to get through. It doesn't matter how much evidence you show them. I've shown people fucking evidence and I've shown them pictures. I've showed them testimonials and they just don't believe it. They just come up with some excuse as to why that evidence isn't okay. And it's fucking mind boggling. But you just have to remember, you can't save everyone. Not everyone wants to be saved. Some people like the hell they're living in and some people just don't understand. They're marching to their own slaughter and you can't save everyone. That's the bottom line. Now, having said that, though, even if you only save one person, I fucking promise you your struggles, all the bullshit you've gone through, all the plague rats you've been called, it makes it worth it just one person if you get them to see the light and stop buying the bullshit propaganda. Now, speaking of bullshit propaganda, everybody has seen how Australia is hardcore on the mandates. You have to have a mask. I've literally seen police fucking knock women down to the ground. They've arrested people over masks. But check this out. This is an article from April 27th, 2003. It's from the Sydney Morning Herald. And it goes, Retailers who cash in on community fears about SARS by exaggerating the health benefits of surgical masks could face fines of up to $110,000. New South Wales Fair Trading Minister Reba Meager yesterday warned that distributors and traders could be prosecuted if it was suggested the masks offered unrealistic levels of protection from the disease. What happened? How did they forget about this? How did the whole world's medical community forget about that in what like fucking 20 years everyone just forgot everything we've known and suddenly these piece of shit cloth masks and surgical masks did something for fucking respiratory viruses get the fuck out of here and speaking of get the fuck out of here so last friday the cdc revised its covid risk formula with this one little change the pandemic abruptly eased from 90 percent of the united states and high risk red to less than 30 percent 
I'm just like, really? Right now, that's when you're going to revise this and just quietly switch this shit up right when everyone's distracted with the shiny core? It's not surprising. It's just fucking irritating. So let's get on to the Pfizer data dump that shows 42,000 adverse effects, including 1,200 deaths caused by the vaccine in just first three months of use. Now, I'll break that down a little bit further. The 1,200 deaths are, you know, they're recorded, but it could have been from any death. So say somebody had gotten the shot and they went and got run over by a car. That death would still be counted. And the other issue I'm kind of seeing in here, this shit, first of all, these trials were not blind. This is the sloppiest trials I've ever seen in my entire life. The people giving the shots, they 100% knew if it was the placebo or if it was the actual jab. And what Pfizer would sometimes do is they would find an adverse reaction and then strike it from the record as if it was not caused from the jab, when it fucking 100% clearly is caused by the jab. Now, I think I told you guys, I'm not sure if I, I can't remember if I told you at this point, but there was a study released in Sweden and it did prove that the jab is going into our DNA and it alters our DNA. So there's been a little bit more study into actually what's going on with that. So I'm going to break that down for you right now and then I'll get back to Pfizer and their fake ass trials. So the Swedish study I was just talking about basically showed that the mRNA vaccines reverse transcribe into DNA in human cells. So a few days later, what they figured out, the genes they transcribe into is a mutated GP130 liver cancer gene. Okay, it goes into your body and it basically alters your DNA to where your own body can't correct mistakes and due to that mistake, you form a rare form of liver cancer. Now, one of the participants in the study happened to get this exact liver cancer, and somehow they were just taken off the adverse offense. Pfizer said, no, that can't be caused by it. That's just, you know, a co-winky-dink. They happened to get this GP-130 liver cancer going on right after getting vaccinated. So unfortunately, I mean, I think we could have the smartest people read through these documents and analyze everything Pfizer has done, but the trial was flawed from the start. And I don't trust any of the information they have because they're shady criminals. They want money. All they care about is money. And somehow half the population of the world has completely forgotten that big pharma is straight up fucking evil. So I don't know. I don't know what else to say really about the documents. I'm on like page 16. It's not a really fucking easy read. And I keep having to like look shit up because they talk in science speak that's way beyond my punk ass little degree. So it's taking a while. But as I find out interesting information from the documents, I'll definitely let you guys know. So I think there's going to be a data dump once a month for the next, I think like seven months or 11 months, some shit like that. The, a judge has ordered Pfizer that... They need to get these documents released. They don't get 75 years like the FDA and those criminals wanted. They have to get it out in months, not years. So once a month, we will get some of this data. But like I just said, I don't even know if we can trust the data because it's completely flawed and forged. But before we move on from the trials, let me just drop this one on you. So with the newly released Pfizer report, 
one of the main concerns of U.S. pharmacovigilance was the fact that there's no data about the use in pregnancy and lactation and in pediatric individuals that are less than 12 years of age. And that's vaccine effectiveness. There's no studies on it, but they forced it on that part of the population. So no shit, 100%, any way you look at it, pregnant, lactating, and children less than 12 were literally the trial group. I can't believe these people have not been fucking strung up yet. So now let's move on to one of my most favorite subjects, big tech censorship. So they finally found my new account on Instagram. I've been officially shadow banned. I even got the little warning telling me what a bad, bad girl I am. So now my reach has been dropped to basically like 30 people versus 13,000. But check this little tidbit out. The Surgeon General calls on big tech to turn over COVID-19 misinformation data. Dr. Vivek Murthy also demanded information from the platforms about the major sources of COVID-19 misinformation. They have until May 2nd, 2022 to submit that data. The request for information was from the Surgeon General's office and it demanded that they send the data and analysis on the prevalence of COVID-19 misinformation on their sites, starting with common examples of vaccine misinformation documented by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. They basically kind of just want to know exactly how many users saw or may have been exposed to instances of COVID-19 misinformation. They want to know the demographics of that and if it's disproportionately exposed to one group over another. They also want a list of anyone that has engaged in the sale of unproven COVID-19 products, services, and treatments. So anybody out there that's been like, hey, take ivermectin, take vitamin D and zinc, you know, that kind of stuff. You're going to be put on a list and now the CDC, the Surgeon General, they're going to know all about it which is crazy because the CDC is like the leading source of misfucking information on this whole pandemic. So it's just another way, I think, to kind of analyze and get a list of names of people that aren't buying the propaganda and the bullshit, and they want big tech to conspire more with big government. So I hope y'all see what's going on here. These fucking big tech assholes have been paying politicians, mostly the Democratic side, to lobby, to get what they want, to get laws in their favor. And then the government, in turn, gets to use them to just basically be the ministry of truth wing for the government. That's kind of just what's going back and forth here. I'm sure it goes a lot deeper than that, but that's like the tip of the iceberg of big tech and big government, both of which are in the pocket of the World Economic Forum. Did you know out of our entire House of Representatives, only two members have actually called out Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. That's Thomas Massey and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Not one other person has thought to call them out and basically claim they haven't been infiltrated because all of the other ones most likely have, in some way or another, been compromised by Klaus and his little World Economic Forum. So last week, I was telling you about the Ask Me Anything on Reddit with Gary McKinnon. So today, I'm going to tell you about an AMA that actually happened a couple of years ago. And it was Andrew Bustamante, and he is a former CIA spy. One of the questions was, does the CIA use child prostitutes to control assets? Check out this filthy answer. 
I plead the fifth. The things we use to control assets are unsettling enough without going into details. How fucking spine chilling is that answer? I mean, I already know. I've read the fucking FBI FOIA documents on the Finders cult. That proves the CIA is all about child exploitation material to control. They use child sex slaves and they buy children on the black market. And this isn't even in conspiracy land. That's why it's so annoying that everyone thinks I'm fucking nuts. They look at me like I've grown two heads when I talk about this. I even tell them where they can find the FBI FOIA documents and read the information for themselves. But research, (laughs) doing it on your own. I mean, that's fucking might as well chop your arm off. But I mean, come on, if that is out about the finder's cult, imagine what we never found out about. It's got to be absolutely horrific. And it just totally makes me secure in the notion that the CIA and the other alphabet soup groups of our government need to be disbanded. And the leaders need to be charged with crimes against humanity and strung the fuck up. Because they are not human. Anybody that thinks that's okay to do that to a child, they need to just be wiped out of the gene pool. 100% I stand behind that statement. So speaking of things that need to be wiped out of the gene pool, Daddy Newsome is back in the news. So in California, he has, I guess, kind of gotten rid of mask mandates because there's just like beyond without any fucking shred of doubt proven masks don't work. I mean, honestly, that shit was proven days ago, but apparently they just found out. But this fucking guy, he is trying to send through eight bills in the California legislature. One of them would require all children zero to 17 to get a COVID-19 vaccine to attend childcare or school. One would allow kids 12 to 17 to get a COVID vaccine without their parents' consent. One would require online platforms to be more transparent about how information is pushed out to consumers. Yeah, right. Um, There's just a lot of them. Another one that kind of really annoyed me is they're going to try to require all employers in California to have their employees show proof of COVID-19 vaccination. This fucking guy. It's like all of your other mandates have been struck down. You are on a fucking power hungry hunt. He still has this state of emergency declared, and as long as he has this declared, he can bypass California law. And I'm sorry, there's no fucking emergency in California. There's not going to be until, what, spring, summertime, when everything catches on fire again? Maybe Daddy Newsom should worry about all the damn forests here burning down and not trying to be everyone's daddy. I'm not even done in the fuckery yet. There's one bill trying to be passed that would force law enforcement officials to enforce public health orders. There is one that would reclassify the sharing of COVID-19 quote-unquote misinformation by doctors and surgeons as unprofessional conduct that would result in disciplinary action. They also want to make changes to the California Immunization Record Database. You know, they just want to put it all on one place, everybody at one spot, and connect it to your little phone so you can pull up your QR code and, I guess, sign your life away. So this is what Daddy Newsome and the Demon Rats have planned for California while everyone was looking at the shiny little Ukrainian fake-ass war. And when I say fake-ass war, I mean, yeah, obviously people are getting killed over there, but what's happening over there is not what we're being told in the news. That's not what's going on, in my opinion. 
And now for a little bit of good news. I know it's been all fucking dread up until this point, but this is a little ray of sunshine. Not much, but some. The NFL Players Union has agreed to suspend COVID-19 protocols, citing decreasing spread. I know the NBA has also suspended those lame-ass protocols, so I don't know. I just it makes me wonder, like, if these fucking uh, professional athletes can suspend all these ridiculous COVID rules. How is all this stuff still about to be enforced in California? Why are we voting? Not even we. Why are these fake-ass politicians about to vote in all of these laws? That's going to make California unlivable for a huge chunk of the population. It's not all crazy liberal people here. That's just in the big cities. Once you leave the big cities and go to more suburban or rural areas, people are normal again. I don't know what's happening in the city. They're fucking poisoning the water and all the morons from all the other spots in the country that are liberal move here because they think it's some liberal bastion and fuck it up for us natives. So I don't know. I'm actually about to move in like two weeks to the straight up sticks. So hopefully out there, people will use their brains a little bit more and I don't know, just not get so hysterical every time Daddy Newsome tells him to do something. It's fucking ridiculous out here now. And back to more good news. There is a pediatric office in Covington, Virginia called Jackson River Pediatrics. And this is the notice they have on their door. Student athletes, sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you are not at high risk for sudden cardiac death on the playing field. COVID vaccination affects your risk. In response to worldwide experience and vaccine adverse event monitoring, we are adopting a more precautionary sports physical sign-off policy. If you have received doses of any COVID shot, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work and possibly echocardiogram to rule out potential heart damage. Well, at least some professionals out there are getting on the fucking game and looking out for their patients instead of just trying to collect money from the fucking CDC and Big Pharma. So I just got to say up top to Jackson River Pediatrics. And check this out. Even more great news, guys. So I know a lot of the other side likes to always say, show me a published study that ivermectin works. Just some stupid shit like that. That's literally, I've probably heard that about 55,000 times since the start of this bullshit. Well, check this out. This is the most recent and largest study with nearly 2 million people. Ivermectin works and it outperforms remdesivir. So if you go to sciencedirect.com, The name of the study is called Treatment with Ivermectin is Associated with Decreased Mortality in COVID-19 Patients, Analysis of a National Federated Database. So I'm not going to bore you guys with the whole fucking study or anything, but I did read it and 100%, this is like undeniable proof, even again, even more, that Ivermectin works and it can save people's lives. If one of your loved ones happens to get stuck in the hospital and they have COVID, I don't care if you got to go out in the street and fucking buy street ivermectin, contact me and I will tell you where to get ivermectin. You need to get them ivermectin. The hospitals aren't really trying to get people better because they're getting paid by the CDC. They get paid for every remdesivir prescription they give out. They get paid for every ventilator they use and they get paid for every death. 
They don't get paid for sending you home with some fucking ivermectin and an antibiotic and some vitamins. They're not going to profit off that. So unfortunately, because we have such a fucked up corrupt medical system, people are dying and suffering and families are suffering the loss of a loved one for nothing. And this has been going on for over two years. So if you want this study, if you want a link to the study, or if you need to know where to get ivermectin or some sort of like a home treatment guide, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. You can try to find me on Instagram, but I'm fucking, they found me and I'm shadow banned straight back to Nowheresville. My username is Vanished Athena. And I actually just opened up a new email. It's vanishedinthevalley at protonmail.com because I don't need anybody spying on my shit. So hit me up on one of those three things if you want any of the information I talk about. I have links to studies and sources, and I have other great shit I can send you as well. So now we're going to take a little trip into history. Back when the U.S. invaded Iraq, we're going back to the Saddam Hussein era. Did you know that Saddam Hussein trained child soldiers? He handed out guns and bomb ingredients to civilians. He released prisoners and armed them. He stationed military next to civilian buildings. He stopped people from fleeing the country so they'd have to fight against their will. He also advised civilians to take down tanks. Just kidding. That was Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. He has done all that. He has got offshore accounts. He is the member of the World Economic Forum, along with Putin. Now, let me just give you a little bit of perspective on the Russian-Ukrainian war. The last time Russians came through Kharkov Oblast, it was 1943. Just for the Battle of Kharkov alone, they committed 350,000 troops and took 45,000 killed in actions and about 40,000 wounded on the German side. Defending SS Panzer Corps with 120,000 troops took around 5,000 KIA and 10,000 other losses. The operation lasted from February 19th to March 15th, 1943. The SS Panzer Corps ignored orders to surround Kharkov and just went headfirst into taking it to a street fight. Because I guess apparently that's just how they roll. This led to the big battle of Kursk. And if you don't know about that, it's a really famous battle in World War II. Check it out. A couple months later in August 1943, the Russians hit back at Kharkov. And get this, they had 1.2 million men, 2,500 tanks, and 12,000 artillery pieces. German remnant defenders had 200,000 men with 200 tanks. It took 20 days to take Kharkov and drive towards Dnieper and Donbass. The Russians took 200,000 casualties and lost 1,800 tanks, but they did retake Kharkov. The Russians then rolled on to Dnipir, where a big battle was going to develop around the Cherkasy pocket. Absolute hell on earth, you guys. This is World War II style Eastern Front Wars. If you're not familiar with the Eastern Front part of the war in World War II, you really should check it out. Because usually in America, we just hear about the war in the Pacific or Normandy or, you know, Bastogne, shit like that. But... The Russians had huge losses. They lost more people than any other country. So you can't understand the Russian side in this conflict without comprehending that most Russian soldiers over there are wading neck deep through the blood of their ancestors with every single step they take. The same with Ukrainians. Now, anytime we deploy overseas, 
We take our technology and our training and our history, but we have never had to fight over ground where our grandparents were torn to pieces. And I just have to say thank you to Republic Late for a lot of that information. They had it all laid out with dates and the, how many people, the casualties, all that information. So that's what's up. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, in some lighter news, can anybody please tell me what the fuck Sean Penn is doing over in Ukraine, supposedly making a documentary about the war, hanging out with President Zelensky? What the fuck? Who is Sean Penn? Why is he hanging out over there in Ukraine? I mean, isn't he the motherfucker that got that drug lord busted after he went and did an interview? Is he like secret CIA now working for Hollywood and the man? Get the fuck out of here, Sean Penn. No one wants to see your stupid face, fucking woman beater. And now on to some fight the power news. So nobody is really talking about the People's Convoy, a.k.a. the American truckers on their way to Washington, D.C., except for the propaganda-filled mainstream media. And I saw an article yesterday talking about how no one's turned out in Washington, D.C. to support this cause. These dumb motherfuckers, they're not even supposed to be there until Saturday, which is the 5th, okay? And they I saw this story, I think it was the 1st or the 2nd. They are on their way there still. And just because the mainstream media says nobody's going to be there, no one's showing up, doesn't make it so. If you go to the horrible cesspool called YouTube and go check out Golden Renaissance Productions, they have a live feed from some of the truckers and they have from the start. So right now they're in Ohio and there's hella people out there. There's hella trucks. It's a live feed, like I said, so you can actually see all of this happening. You don't have to rely on the fake ass news. Go check it out. Uh, I'm about to check this shit out on Saturday when the whole protest is supposed to be there. So that's what up. I got to give all these American truckers props. I appreciate you fighting for everyone's rights and your own. I wish more people had half the balls you guys do and the Canadian truckers do, but they don't, unfortunately. We're kind of like a country full of pussies at this point in the game. But at least we'd still have some real hard-ass motherfuckers that will put it on the line, that will put their money where the mouth is and risk their shit for what they believe in, for what is right and what is moral. I don't know how we got to where we are in this pussified country where everybody fucking cries if you look at them sideways and get all offended if you say something stupid to them. No one can take a goddamn joke anymore. I don't know how we got here, but I know it's going to lead us to ruin. 100% it will lead us to ruin. And I don't even know if it can be stopped at this point. The fucking globalists have a stranglehold on media, on pharmacology, on our medical system, all over the world okay it's not just the united states it's not just europe it's fucking everywhere they're all world economic forum puppets and i don't know as far as for what i can see what you can do you can educate yourself and when you maybe get the sense that another person is on the fence about what's going on or just has questions You can try to honestly answer their questions and give them sources so they can do their own research. I think people need to come together in their communities and learn survival skills, you guys. That might be really fucking important coming up. Cannot depend on the government if some bullshit goes down. We all know how that scenario plays out. The rich get saved and the poor get thrown in fucking FEMA cans to starve and be held at gunpoint. So get together in your community. Meet other like-minded people. 
Get back to fucking basics. Learn how to grow some damn food. I was shocked at how many people have no idea how to even grow a damn garden anymore. And what I am fucking promising to learn in the next few months is how to can food. I can grow shit. My grandpa taught me that when I was a kid. But as far as saving that, I have no fucking clue on the first part of canning food. If I did it right now, I'd probably give everybody botulism and they'd die in 10 minutes. So yeah, I'm committing to learning to canning in the next few months. I'll let you guys know how that fucking bullshit goes. I, it might be fun. It might be a disaster. I, I don't know. All I know is botulism kills you. And it's also with a Botox shot. You know, the one that all the fucking old ass chicks and dudes that are hella vain gets. So they don't have wrinkles. Which, come on, what is so bad about wrinkles? They're fucking just like straight up life battle scars that show you have wisdom. But everybody wants to hide that shit and look like they're 16. I don't, I don't know. Media, again, I, I think, who fucking knows at this point. But you guys, that's about it for this week. Thank you to everybody who listens. If you want, come fucking say what's up. I'm on Reddit at Athena7979. I have a Vanished in the Valley sub there. You can come over to Instagram where I am shadow banned into oblivion. I'm at Vanished Athena. And if you ever want to see my cute ass blue tongue skink monkey, he's also on Instagram and he's not shadow banned. <laughs> he is under monkey, the blue tongue skink. And you can see all kinds of cute pictures of monkeys sleeping like a little lizard donut. So that's about it for this week. And like I always tell you, be aware. And don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.